Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Welcome. Good to have a few minutes together today. Uh, I was thinking today about the Apostle Paul and and uh, some of the amazing friends he had. You know, when you when you serve in the ministry, you get to be around the best of the best. Uh, there's just nobody quite like the people of God, and I love them. I, I thrill uh, looking back at the people that have taught me and the people I've been able to work side by side with, and I love the people of God. And but then on occasion. You wonder, where did that come from? Or what made them say that or act that way or behave in a certain way? And, and uh, you know, just a reminder, J- Jesus picked 12 and he said, one of you is a devil. And uh, that just because they're all in there in the, in the pew on Sunday morning or Wednesday night doesn't mean they're all tight with Jesus. And let's uh, <clears throat> think about the book of Galatians. Um, I guess in our world, disappointment is... Uh, one of the more difficult things to bear that we thought someone was something and we find out there's something else, uh, whether it be a president or whether it be a um, you know, friend. Um, and uh, the Apostle Paul had some friends in the church of Galatia. He'd won these people to Christ. He'd trained them. <clears throat> he, had, he had instructed them. He'd been a friend to them. And they to him, they loved him. Over in Galatians chapter 4, verse 13, he said, uh, you know, um, you know how through infirmity of the flesh I preached the gospel unto you at the first. And my temptation, I'm in Galatians 4, 14, my temptation which was in my flesh, you despise not nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Jesus Christ. Um, some people use that text to, to believe that Paul had um, this whatever it was in infirmity in the flesh, something that he prayed three times and God didn't deliver him from, whatever it was, they could see it. Might've been visual, maybe a sight problem, a walking problem, a arthritis problem, whatever. Um, but in verse 14, it says that they loved him so much they received Paul like he was an angel, just like he was Jesus himself. Um, they loved Paul. Uh, in verse 15, where is then the blessedness you spoke of? For I bear you a record that if it had been possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. There's an indication that his physical problem was, was eyesight. These people loved him so much. He said, you'd, you'd have given me your eyes. These are devoted friends. Oh, you got married and you had that most wonderful person that said, I do to you. And you just, you just couldn't imagine a life any better than the one that you stepped into and you loved them, and they loved you, and, and there was something so special and unique, and and uh, all the dreams in your heart had, uh, had come true, or at least the seeds had been planted for a wonderful life and future with this person that loved you, and then something happened, and they hurt you, they disappointed you, they, they really wrecked your life in some cases, and I'm thinking of people, dear people that I love, uh, whose world was just shattered, by the wrong behavior of someone that that they were sure loved him. And, and I'm willing to say they did love him. But just because I loved you yesterday doesn't mean I'm going to love you today. P- mankind is a mess. And uh, let's just be honest here. A uh, man in his best state is altogether vanity, the Bible says. But in the case of Paul, uh, there's a person that came along, a critic, a person that was uh, cynical, critical, slanderous. 
And this person elevated themselves while demeaning Paul. Now, they wouldn't do it while Paul was around. See, critics will never say, hey, why don't you and me get together with that person, and I'll explain to you why they're such a loser. No one will do that because they don't want to be countered. They don't want their statements to be challenged. Um, they don't want a face-to-face. Uh, they don't want to be revealed as a corrupt criminal, um, a slander, a, you know, a scorner. But over there in... Um, if you notice there in Galatians chapter uh, chapter one and verse seven, there's uh, there's some there's some people in verse chapter one verse eight. There's him in chapter three, and um, flipping over to chapter three verse one. <coughs> oh foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? There's a who that caused them trouble. Chapter four and uh, verse seventeen. They they zealously affect you. They would exclude you. See, there's that deep love, that deep abiding love between Paul and these dear people in this church. That was strong, but somebody came along, a somebody. They had been zealous, and no one would have expected them to have been outwardly demonic or corrupt or vile. You see, this person comes in, and they're subtle. Over in 2 Corinthians eleven fifteen, 15, uh, Paul talks about uh, the devil as a uh, the devils as ministers of righteousness, um, an angel of light. And so somebody comes along into the church, into the family. Maybe they're talking to the one person, the husband or the wife at work about the other, the spouse who's elsewhere. And this, this somebody, whoever it is, comes along. And uh, the dearest and most tender and warm and sacrificial kind of love is suddenly shattered. And... Um, and, uh, you know, who, who does that? See, those who had been devoted friends are now turning into enemies. And those who owed Paul their lives now turned against him and against the word of God. Um, I tell you, in, in, in 40 years as a pastor and years before that in the ministry, um, the, the biggest hurts I've seen involved a who. Somebody came along. And look, problems going to happen in life. Car accidents, money trouble, you name it. Troubles are going to happen. And you can still love each other. But when the who, that 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 uh, who is it that bewitched you, that person comes along and they take, yes, uh, this circumstance happened. And and um, yes, you went through a difficult time, but it, but it, it's the it's the person, the devil using that person to mushroom this situation to where it's tragic. And uh, this person comes along and splits up parents from their children or husbands and wives, splits people from their church, splits friendships uh, that they owed so much to. Um, uh, don't, don't think the work of Satan has changed over the centuries. That what, what that work was going on in Galatia, it's still going on today. So you be careful who gets in your head and into your heart. They often have a hidden agenda. And once they've split you from your spouse or from your parents or from your family or from your church or whatever, you know, they're going to walk away and they're going to go somewhere else trying to ruin someone else's life because they've messed you up and they'll leave you high and dry and hanging, having cost you the dearest of friends. Oh, I'll tell you, um, I learned some things from my pastor and one of them was I'll be a friend to my friends and I don't know anybody. And I mean, I don't know anybody that I have been a friend to in these last 50 years that if they called me today, if they knocked on my door today, that I wouldn't love them and do anything to help them. Um, 
say some people of maybe not, maybe they wouldn't help you. They don't have to help me, but I'm going to be a friend. I, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. Just that simple statement, that little song, what a friend we have in Jesus. And, you know, when I come to him, how he loves me. And when I come to him um, with a broken heart, how good he is to me. And, you know, that's how we ought to be to, to those that we cross paths. I want to challenge you today. Um, don't let that who, don't let that somebody get in and mess with your heart and your head and hurt you and, and separate you from your spouse, or from your parents, or from your adult children, uh, from your church friends. Oh, you've served for years and years. And somebody comes along and, and, and sows the, the terrible seed. Uh, it just... He says, am I, and Paul said in Galatians 4.16, am I therefore become your enemy because they tell you the truth? They zealously affect you, but not well. Yea, they would exclude you. They would separate you, Paul says. Oh, the tragedy of letting people like that come into your world. And uh, I love that I can still love the people that God has placed in my life. And I don't ever want to lose it. And um, boy, I could weep over some folks that I've lost a relationship with, but I'm my arms are open, and I'm more than willing uh, to love and to help and to be a friend, because people are precious to God. People matter, and how we ought to how we ought to do all in our power to keep close to those that God has given us. Friends are very few and far between in this life. Family is very dear. God gave you that sacred thing called a family. Uh, don't let don't let some critic and scorner come into your life out of the blue and and uh, so tragic discord and then break up everything precious and then they're just going to go on their way and um, they're they're not going to be your friend five years from now ten years from now they're, they're going to come and sow grief and sorrow and heartache and then they're going to go on their way and uh, there you'll be hurting having lost the dearest of people that you could have been close to uh, don't let it happen uh, my mom is uh, not just a couple years away from 90, and this uh, this month she'll be um, 87, and um, I'm glad I can still be close to my mom. I didn't. My dad's in heaven, but I'm not letting some critic come in and separate me from the mother I've had these 65 years, or this uh, good wife who's been by my side through thick and thin all these years. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna love. And I hope you will too. Uh, let's, people can be turned. They can be turned from devoted friend to enemy. But may it not be you and may it not be me. God bless you. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.